Good morning. It's Aya Wimala. It's Friday, August 21st, and it's a beautiful summer morning here where I am in Illinois. And I hope your weather, wherever you are, is is okay. No fires burning, but I think if you're in California, you're probably affected by smoke and fires, maybe almost any anywhere in the state. So our thoughts and our prayers go out to you. This morning, what I'd like to do is read the Peace Prayer of St. Francis again, uh, which is so similar to Bhante Dewa's uh, The Way of the Bodhisattva that it's uh, it's it makes so many of these teachings just universal once again. So let's start with this. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, Grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Each time I read that, I'm struck by the similarities. And we have the different, uh, they're representing different faiths, but the truths are exactly the same. So those are the things that we have to have in our heart, are the things that are true. And remember that's always, especially in the Buddhist teaching, there's an emphasis in finding out uh, the true nature of reality and living in harmony with that, not fighting it. And uh, that's the, the opposite of that is ignorance. And that's one of the uh, being ignorant, either by choice um, or by not, not wanting to be open to the nature of reality. That ignorance is one of the things that <clears throat> the Buddha was most critical of and always ask his students to uh, study the nature of reality and to, and to see that. And the kind of wisdom he taught them wasn't about reading from a book. They didn't even, they didn't have books to read from then. Uh, especially spiritual teachings were not written down for, for many, uh, for 300 years or, or more after the Buddha uh, died. But the wisdom was from their insight, from their meditation practice, which gave them the the ability to develop that wisdom and insight from digesting their own observations of, of nature, of the world, and uh, the teachings that they were lucky enough to get, having the Buddha as their direct teacher, or maybe second direct, but uh, they could take all of that information, but then they had to develop that insight for themselves and dispelling uh, ignorance. And we always 
our urge to not allow ourselves to to make the choice to be ignorant and to and any of us can just be an observer of nature an observer of the world and attain a lot of wisdom so it's not about piling it on you know with degrees and uh, impressive vocabulary it's about being with the world and seeing and witnessing and uh, being able to watch it from a, an objective viewpoint. And that's what we learn. That's what we're learning when we meditate. That's what we're learning when we practice mindfulness in our daily lives. So that mindfulness we practice every day when we're out in the world is putting together what we're seeing, what's right in front of us, and putting that together with our own uh, our own awareness and our own memories and the things that we do know already. And then with everything we approach during the day, being able to call that up and being clear about what we're doing and seeing and uh, using our precepts and our behavior and right speech to also be able to, to stay mindful, to stay present and to stay focused on seeing things clearly. So that's, that's, we've got a wonderful opportunity these days to do that. So use your time wisely. Practice mindfulness. Be very clear that you're practicing the precepts all the time. So why don't we, um, I, I'm looking at the people who are signing on. It's good to see that. Um, let's sit today and that can be your prep for the weekend. Let go of any worries if you've got things going on that make you, um, that you're nervous about or that you're excited about and want to be mindful about. Um, and that we can do that by starting the weekend off today with, uh, with practice. So, I want you to find that comfortable position. Be relaxed. Nobody's watching you, so I encourage people, even on Zoom, to uh, turn their backs to the camera or just turn the video off. They, they don't need to be feeling like they're, anybody can open their eyes and watch them. So, um, don't feel like you're in front of an audience when you meditate with a Zoom class or online. You always have the choice to turn the video off for those moments. Allow your body to be uh, lengthened out from your waist up just to let your spine have a good stretch. And then, even if you're on your back, you can do this, or even if you're in bed, you can just feel your body lengthen out as much as you can allow it to. Just to put that space, add some space in there. And have a regal posture. And that's that sitting up. That's that uh, allowing your spine to be supporting your body. 
and then you can just relax into that with your spine supporting you and with everything feeling aligned. But work with your own body. It's important to stay awake and so that can help with that as well. We're very attentive when we meditate. We're very calm and we're not getting caught up in our thoughts. But we are attentive. We're attentive to what's going on around us. We're attentive to what we're learning from our body, what we're seeing. Attentive to habit patterns we notice. Are there certain sounds? Or are there certain smells that really trigger emotions or uh, memories? And then what do we do with those? Are we able to see them arise and then allow them to go? Or do we watch them arise and then get all mixed up and caught up in them? Because what we see when we meditate is an example of what's going on but greatly magnified in our daily lives walking around. So if you can, if, you, if you're not keeping an eye out on little children, you can close your eyes. Breathe in and out through your nostrils if you can. Let your awareness be on your body doing the breathing. And what you, you need to be doing is focusing your attention on those points where you most feel your breath. But let the, your body do the work of breathing. And as we're all practicing together, we've learned to put a hand on our belly. And we've been gradually training our body to breathe deeper for us as our natural breath. So we can feel the belly rise when we inhale and contract as our body exhales. We're letting the oxygen in our lungs push on our diaphragm, getting all the way down deeper into our lungs. And we can keep our focus on that belly rising and falling Or we can keep our focus on our breath just around and inside our nostrils. Breathing in, we feel cooler air coming in, maybe tickling the inside of our nose, just very uh, 
subtly. And as we exhale, we may feel a little more warmth. That humidity that you can feel when you're wearing a mask and you have on a, and well, you don't have to have on glasses. When you're wearing a mask, you feel that dampness, that heat, the humidity when you exhale. And if you wear glasses, your glasses get fogged up. Stay with one of the points, your belly, or around your nose. That's where we keep coming back to. That's the focus of our attention. When our mind wanders, and we recognize it, which is the main part of this teaching, recognize when our mind becomes scattered or distracted. And then we know it's to bring it back, to focus on our breath. You can count your breaths. I recommend only counting up to five cycles of breath and then start over. Breathe in, breathe out, one. Breathe in, breathe out, Two. Just count up to five. And begin at one again.
Just let your thoughts come and go. Don't try to push them down, but also don't feed them with your attention. If you begin to pay attention to them, get caught up in them, start chasing after a thought, you'll notice it. Then make the choice to come back to your breath. This is a time to turn inward, not chasing after something. Let it be for you to come inward, to be with yourself, to be aware of yourself. Be aware of how you respond to sense objects. sound, can you just let it be sound and not chase after it to identify it, label it, and maybe be irritated by it or pleased by it. Just hear the sound and keep coming back to your breath. If your posture feels, maybe it feels like you you need another pillow under your bottom to be more comfortable. Or maybe you're restless and you want to change your position. See if you can just be with your body and allow it to Stay in its position and just be mindful of just sitting there or standing or just walking. Let your attention come back to your breath. notice the urgency to move or 
add something to your nest or scratch something that's itching, you may notice that the urgency passes. If it is ready to pass, let it pass away. Just coming back to your breath. a smile play on your face. With each exhale, feel your shoulders drop. Let them relax.
Now I'm going to recite my wish to end our time together, but if you're sitting quietly, please continue if you have the time. Your body's ready, you're, re you're relaxed, you're in the right spot, so just try and continue. Add, add more time to your practice and have a joyful, beautiful weekend, remembering to stay safe for yourself and for others around you and encourage others to be safe. No matter, no matter what's going on right now, we know that this virus is still in our society and there are lots of people who will not be able to um, to handle it well. And they may survive, but they may have difficult, long-lasting side effects. Uh, they may be un unknowingly spreading it to other people who may be much more vulnerable. So please continue to be careful. What was that TV show where they always at the end of morning roll call and announcements. They always said, be careful out there. <laughs> well, the police still need that, that encouragement, but so do all the rest of us. Every time we uh, walk outside of our own private space, we need to be careful and don't become impatient. Be as mindful and as careful and as loving as you can be. Um, and Continue to see this time as a time to deepen your practice. Whatever your practice is that helps you be a better person, uh, a happier person, a kinder, more compassionate person, just do that. Just continue doing that. And uh, it will carry you through. And that's, we all need to know this is for the long haul. Things are, things are changing and uh, we can be part of positive change and healthy change. So keep sitting if you can. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. Thank you. Thank you for being with me, and thanks for your continued practice and taking care of others and taking care of yourself. Thank you. See you on uh, Sunday, Sunday morning. Bye-bye.